Praise the Lord. As the kids say these days, it's lit in here, right? So in case you have not realized it yet, we're going to be talking about the joy of the Lord this morning. Now, believe it or not, none of that was planned, okay? They did not know that I was going to talk about the joy of the Lord this morning, the worship team, everything, you know, everything. This was a Holy Spirit plan, Holy Spirit set up, amen? So this is really, you know, it's the Lord when he sets it up. And that's our heart here. Let this be the Lord's plan, the Holy Spirit's plan, and the Holy Spirit's vision every morning we gather together. Isn't it, isn't it good to be in the family of God? So we're going to uh, continue in the joy of the Lord this morning. We're going to receive the joy of the Lord this morning. I know we've been on a very focused assignment a lot lately, and I've been challenging you. You know, there's a time for everything, it says in Ecclesiastes 3. And I'm so thankful for you, church. And we as a leadership team, we are so thankful for you. And there's no place I'd rather be. No place I'd rather be. Just the way uh, in which you've stood firm on the rock in this past season. The way in which you've uh, been on the front lines of restoring, restoring the plumb line of righteousness, you know, in the church and in the nation, the standard of Jesus. Uh, so grateful for you. The way you've just hungered for greater heights and new depths and the way you've stewarded the encounters with God that you're having. The way you've stewarded them and you're just partnering with heaven, church. You're partnering with heaven as we've been talking about to usher in this new era of God's glory in the church and on the earth. Hallelujah. So um, can we just show love for one another and just thank one another in the house. Just bless one another. Thank one another because this is a family that has stood firm. And I'm so thankful, and I just, I felt so, so uh, in my spirit, so strongly throughout the week uh, that we needed to take a large drink this morning of the joy of the Lord. So will you partake with me? Or should I say, will you continue to partake? Can we continue to partake together? Psalm 1611 says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. Sarah already read and released this to us this morning in worship. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So let's start there this morning and let's start thanking the Lord for fullness of joy. Just across the house, can we just begin to thank God? Pray with me, pray with me, praise God, ask God and thank God for the fullness of joy that's in his presence all across the house. Come on church, come on church, start thanking him. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, it says in Psalms 104. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. We thank you, Lord, for fullness of joy. We want the fullness this morning, Lord. Nothing less than the fullness. Come on, keep praying, church. I saw a vision this week of angels in the house just dropping large bombs, like water bombs of joy onto us this morning. I saw him in this room dropping large bombs of joy, and it was like water. And I think it's water because water is saturating. It saturates us. Water is refreshing. Water is healing. So I just saw these large water bombs from heaven dropping down on us this morning in the house with the joy of the Lord. So we thank you, God. Thank God. We receive it. Receive the loads of joy from heaven this morning. The refreshing joy, the healing joy. The saturating joy, saturate us this morning, God, with the fullness of heaven. We thank you, Lord. 
We pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, church, say on earth as it is in heaven. There's continual praise in heaven. There's fullness of joy in heaven. It will be your reality in heaven. The question is this morning, do you want it on the earth? Do we want it on the earth, the fullness? Hallelujah. Psalm 33, 1 says, it's time to sing and shout for joy. Go ahead, all you redeemed ones, and do it. Praise him with all you have, for praise looks lovely on the lips of God's devoted lovers. So it says, redeemed ones, go ahead and do it. So let's praise him, church. Let's praise him, church. <laughs> Praise him. We love you, Lord. We praise you, God. We are the redeemed. We are the redeemed ones. <laughs> hey. Thank you, God. Feel free to get undignified and saturated in the fullness of joy throughout the morning. <laughs> Ooh, I'm telling you, there were three different countries that were marching against King Jehoshaphat. And what did God tell him to do? He told Jehoshaphat to send a small group of worshipers to go sing songs of praise to God. Do you realize they're getting attacked? They're outnumbered from all sides and the Lord God says worship and sing songs of praise. And when they did, their enemies were so confused they started fighting each other and there wasn't even a battle to fight. The battle was done and silenced immediately with the praise of the saints. Hallelujah. The praise of God's people. You see, heaven's way is different from the world's way. Heaven's math is different than the earth's math because heaven's math, according to heaven, five loaves and two fish equal more than enough food to feed over 5,000 people. It's different. According to heaven, one lost sheep equals as valuable as 99. Gideon's army of 300 was outnumbered 450 to one person. 450 person to every one person. But you see, when you invite heaven to be a part of the equation, it may look like you're surrounded, but you're surrounded by the great I am. You're surrounded by the Lord God Almighty, by the commander of heaven's armies. Hallelujah. I had the most profound encounter years ago, about a year after we planted this church as a leadership team. And I had an encounter where I was spending time in the presence of the Lord. And it was late one night and I was seeking him and I went into a trance-like state. And what I mean by a trance-like state is I was unaware of what was going on around me. So I went into a vision, but I was also unaware of everything around me, uh, just like in Acts 10.10 where it says that Peter was on the rooftop and he fell into a trance says he fell into a trance you see the new age movement they've tried to take trances from the church but they were originally ours to encounter the lord to receive revelation from heaven it's, okay so we're taking trances back from the new age new age movement 
Because anything that's not through Jesus is a counterfeit. So I fell into this trance-like state, into this vision, and I look, and I saw uh, these places in heaven. How many of you know there's heavenly places? There's places in heaven, as it says, Ephesians 2, 6, and I looked, and I saw this room, and in this room there was this table, and it was almost as if there was a council of heaven, a heavenly council, and it was all these elder men with these long beards, and they were standing there, they were sitting there around the table, and they were talking, and so I got real excited, and I said, like, oh, I'm going to get to lean in and hear, you know, all this wisdom, I could feel the wisdom, I'm going to get to hear all these mysteries of the kingdom. And so I kind of leaned in, and as they start talking, the Lord, all of a sudden, uh, he said, this is not who I want you to learn from. And then I went in the vision, I went to a higher place. I went up and I went to a higher place and I looked and there was another room and it was like another council table, just similar to the other one. But I look around and instead of seeing the elder men around, I saw children around each and, one, out, out of, around each and every place at the table. And I saw it was different children, different nationalities, different nations, boys and girls. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, this is who I want you to learn from. And so I'm in this vision, I'm, I'm looking and I'm leaning in. I'm saying, okay, Lord. And so a, a little boy, he looks at me and uh, he almost looks at me like, almost like, what are you doing here? You know, just like a, a child would. And I asked him a question. And when I asked the little boy a question, he just started laughing. He just started laughing just like a kid would. And I, I thought, okay, you know, that's, that's cool. Um, uh, he's laughing, I'm, I'm going I'm to laugh too, you know. And then I, I, I asked another question that, was on, that had been on my heart lay, and I asked, asked another question to all the kids. And all these children in this heavenly council room, they start laughing. And they start laughing some more. And I'm talking about not like a ha-ha, hee-hee. I mean a gut bent over, cracking up in their belly, laughing, laughing, laughing. Not even paying attention to my question, just laughing and laughing. And so I'm watching and I'm leaning in. And all of a sudden these children, they're laughing and they're laughing. And then they turn into lions and they start roaring. And then they go back and they're laughing and they're laughing and they're just gut laughing. And then they turn into lions again and they start roaring and they're roaring. And this keeps happening. It goes back and forth. And I'm just watching this and they're laughing and then they're roaring and then they're laughing and then they're roaring. And all of a sudden, after this goes on for a little while, the Lord spoke to me. He said, son, when you enter into childlike joy on the earth, all of heaven roars on your behalf. He said, all of heaven roars on your behalf. And I came to, I came to, and I came back and I started weeping and I started laughing and crying all at the same time. And, I, and what resounded were in my spirit were these words, childlike joy is the roar of heaven. Yes. Childlike joy is the roar of heaven. Because in Matthew 18, 3, Jesus says, truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Do we recognize the weight of the glorious invitation in that scripture to enter the kingdom of heaven? We must become like a child. So church, children laugh on an average of about 400 times a day. All right. Now, an adult laughs, this is a, 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 a true study, an, an adult laughs on an average of about 15 times a day. So we got a little ways to go, adults. <laughs> got a little ways to go. And don't you love it when science tries to tell us something that we already know, 
because of the word of the Lord. Because in Proverbs 17, 22, it says a joyful heart is good medicine. Yes. But a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Yes. A joyful heart is good medicine. The joy of the Lord is healing, church. The joy of the Lord is healing. And so science, they've finally caught up with the Bible. And they've done these studies, okay? And they've discovered that laughter improves your health. Yeah. All right? Of course it does. It's one-third of the kingdom. But they're just now catching on. Yeah. All right? That laughter actually, uh, laughter and joy improves your health. Uh, this are, these are some verified health articles and statistics, how they've discovered this. And so what they've discovered uh, is laughter improves the quality of your relationships. Yeah. All right, so make sure you're laughing and playing together in your relationships. They've also discovered, uh, these are health professionals now, this is, they've discovered that laughter will boost your immunity yes. and promote the strengthening of your immu immune system. Yeah. Promote the strengthening of your immune system. So church, you gotta get some vitamin J. His name is Jesus. He's not just full of joy. He is joy. As it says, his, at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Who does the Bible say is at the right hand of the Father? Jesus. And where are pleasures forevermore? At his right hand. And who are we one with, church? We are one with Jesus. 1 Corinthians six seventeen says, He who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. So that tells us we are one with pleasures forevermore. We are one. We are one and we are seated in pleasures forevermore. So take a drink, church. Take a drink, church. Become one with pleasures forevermore. Become like a child. I think, I think some of you are going to start experiencing healing, even as we're just going through this. Even after we're talking, some of you are going to get the joy of the Lord reactivated in your life, where the Lord is going to restore your joy better than it was before. Hallelujah. So be free to be healed at any moment. As we're going through this, hallelujah, they discovered that laughter will reduce physical and mental pain because of the endorphins that are released during laughter. Amen. Hallelujah. They've discovered that when you laugh, uh, a surge of oxygen goes into your bloodstream, which results in lower blood pressure and it increases blood flow to the heart. So it increases blood flow, good for your heart. Uh, they've also discovered that laughter combats memory loss. Combats memory loss. I see some wives elbowing their husbands. Like, hey, you need to laugh more. Remember some stuff. Not me, though. I need a lot of laughter. They've discovered, they've discovered that laughter helps heal ulcers. Okay, it can help fight disease, things even such as heart disease. It, it relieves stress, hallelujah. It burns calories, okay? It's a good workout. They say 10 minutes of laughter is equivalent to 10 minutes on a rowing machine. All right, how many of you like, I like that? A lot better. All right, and it's free. You don't have to pay for a gym membership. Come on, the joy of the Lord, take a drink. They've even discovered that laughter can add years to your life. Come on, church, take a drink. Take a drink. This is, this is free. It can add years to your life. Hallelujah. Even in old age, you will bear fruit, and you will remain vital and green, and you will flourish in the courts of our God, it says in Psalm 92. Amen. 
And then this is what they say. I'm going to end with this one uh, on this. Uh, now, this is not me. This is not my words. This is the health professionals. They say, laughter is like a vacation that brings us into a paradise where worry does not exist. Laughter is like a vacation, a free vacation, church, that brings us into a paradise where worry does not exist. Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing, but be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Matthew 6, 27 says, so which one of you by worrying could add anything to your life? So if, if you're here this morning, it's been a little while since you've let yourself be overcome with joy and laughter. Uh, you've got the family of God here this morning with you. All right, we're going to uh, laugh a little bit, put some oil and wine on that dust and rust that's built up over time a little bit. Amen. And what, what it starts with is it starts with a smile. How many of you know this? The beginning of laughter is a smile. And smiles act, a smile is contagious. <laughs> It's contagious because when you see someone else smiling, you start smiling. And then we're going to let the joy of the Lord just overcome and overwhelm us. So I want you to just look to the person next to you. Look at the people around you. Just smile. It starts with a smile. Hey, it just starts. With, all you got to do is smile. <laughs> Woo! It's like the wave, you know, just one person smiles and it just goes down the road. Come on, just smile. Keep smiling at each other. Just look around. And once it gets going, once it gets going now, you don't have to stir it up. The Lord will take over. The Lord will take over. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Just smile. Starts with a smile. Baby steps. Baby steps. Start with a smile. <laughs> wow, Miss Yvonne is like getting the beat on folks. She's turned around. She's like, I got you. I got you. Come on. <laughs> hey, Eddie, brother, can you just turn around and look at everybody for a second? And the joy of the Lord. <laughs> Woo. It's a move of the spirit. The joy of the Lord is. John 16, 24 says, ask and receive that your joy will be full. Amen. Amen. It's a move of the Spirit. And I'm telling you, the joy of the Lord, it will deal with your stress. The joy of the Lord, it will deal with your mind. It will deal with your body, and it will hit your spirit. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, when the Lord told me this, this this week and I wrote it down, it shook me. The Lord said, his joy will bring judgment upon the attacks of the enemy on your life. I'm going to say that again. His joy will bring judgment to the attacks of the enemy on your life. Hallelujah. So as you laugh and bubble up and receive the joy, he is judging the enemy. He is judging the attacks of the enemy on your life. Hallelujah. And Psalm 2 verse 4 says, he who sits in the heaven laughs. It says that God laughs. So we know there's laughter in heaven and we pray on earth as it is in heaven. So what I want to know in this passage is what is God laughing at? And when we look and read the whole passage, we see God is laughing at what his enemies are saying and what his enemies are planning. What his enemies are saying and what they are planning. So this morning, we're going to laugh at some lies of the enemy. 
We're going to laugh at what the enemy is saying, and we're going to laugh at what the enemy is planning. Okay, we're going to laugh at some lies. It's called Joy Fair. It's called Joy Fair. We're going to laugh at these lies and send them packing. Hallelujah. So here's the first one we're going to laugh at. So I'm going to say it. This is the lie that the enemy says and tells us, and then we're going to laugh at it, okay? And this is kind of a warm-up, all right? This is a bit of a warm-up. All right, so here's the lie. Get ready to laugh at it, church. It's okay. It's okay to cry in church, but laughter should be shunned. Let's laugh at that. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Let's laugh at that lie. It's okay to cry in church, but laughter should be shunned. That's not true. That's not the truth because Psalms 126.2 says, Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongues with shouts of joy. And they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. So laughter and shouts of joy, they tell the nations of the earth that the Lord God is good and he does great things. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are we ready for the next slide to laugh at? Wes, bro, can you come up and play? Can, can you just, just give a little joy and authority on the drums a little bit as we're laughing at these lies? Give it up for Wes. My boy. My boy. How about that joy? <laughs> Woo. All right, church, we're going to laugh at this lie. All right, this is a funny one. If my circumstance would change, then I could be joyful. Let's laugh at that. (laughs) If my circumstance could change, then I could be joyful. Let's laugh at that. Church, what if the joy of the Lord really is your strength to get you through your circumstance? What if the joy of the Lord is the weapon of choice by the Lord to send your circumstance packing? And he's waiting for you to receive it and release it. Hallelujah. (laughs) All right, here's a good one. Let's laugh at this lie together. Oh, man, you got to laugh from the belly. We got to go deep on this one. Because you're laughing for yourself, but you're also laughing for other people around you. Here's the lie the enemy says. I'm going to have to just live with this pain in my body. Let's laugh at this lie. (laughs) That's a lie. That's a lie. (laughs) Tendons and muscles be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Come on. Bones, bones in your body be restored right now and strengthened in the name of Jesus. Neck pain, neck pain be healed in the name of Jesus right now. Right now. Thank you, God. Arthritis, arthritis. Somebody's got arthritis in here. If that's you, arthritis, be gone in the name of Jesus. Get out of here. Be healed in the name of Jesus. You got too many things to do for the Lord. Too many good things ahead of you to be dealing with arthritis. So let's laugh at arthritis right now. Let's laugh at arthritis in the name of Jesus. 
Whew. Spines. I feel like there's a spine. Just be straightened in the name of Jesus right now. We thank you, Lord, for straightening spines. My five-year-old little girl this morning said, Daddy, I think uh, the Lord's going to heal someone's head. So if you've got head pain, headaches, in the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for healing headaches right now. They're annoying. Let's laugh at them. Let's laugh at them. They're so annoying. They get you off focus. Come on, we thank you, Lord, for no headaches, no head pain in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Wow. Thank you, God. We thank you, Lord. All right, this, this one is for the women, all right? So this is for the women. Uh, so women, I want you to laugh at this lie. And then men, you're a part of this too. I want you to laugh with the women. You're laughing for the women as well. We're going to laugh at this lie. So are we ready? Yeah, amen. Hallelujah. It's funny. It's a funny one. All right, women, here's the lie. I am not beautiful. Let's laugh at that. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie, women. Come on, men. All the men, give an extra laugh at that one. For all these women in here, give an extra laugh. Women, you are his beloved. You are lovely women. I've got a word of the Lord this morning for the women. I heard the Lord say, there is a breaking of unhealthy weight watching with women of God in the church. I heard the Lord speak that, and I declare a new season for women where it's not going to be about your weight, but it's about the confidence of the Lord God that is upon you to do mighty things for the kingdom of God. Proverbs 31 says, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Hallelujah. Wes is feeling this one. I'm feeling this one. The Lord is on this. Come on. I'm telling you, women, God being upon you is the most attractive thing in the world because it's not of this world. It's of a heavenly place, and heaven's beauty surpasses them all. Break that off of you in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, I even believe there's a company of men that's rising up. They're rising up and they're seeing with heaven's eyes and they're partnering with you women. They're partnering with the Lord to redefine and re-recognize what true beauty is. Hallelujah. Amen. Now this, this lie is for the men. Men, I got one for you, okay? So women, I want you to, you know, partner with the men now. Laugh for the men just like the men laugh for you. We're going to laugh at this lie, men. All right, men. Get ready to laugh. Here's the lie. It says, the enemy tries to say, I don't have what it takes. Let's laugh at that. Come on, man. The enemy tries to tell you that you don't have what it takes. Let's laugh at that. That's hilarious. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yes, you do, mighty men of God. Crush that lie. Crush it. Because we cannot be pitiful and powerful at the same time. So crush that lie in the name of Jesus. You are set apart, man. You are chosen and you are anointed by God to lead, to commit, and protect in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, man. You slay dragons for breakfast. You cast out the orphan spirit for lunch. And you put on a feast of transformational love on the family dinner table. Hallelujah. You are a son. You are a son of the Most High God. And you're not alone, man. Man, you're not alone. 
The Lord your God is with you. And your family is championing you in the name of Jesus. So that lie bites the dust now. You have what it takes. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, for just... I don't have to call it out. I thank you, Lord, just bringing up lies that we've believed. Right now in your mind, Holy Spirit, give it to you right now. If there's a lie you've believed, the Holy Spirit's going to remind you of it. You start laughing at it. Just start laughing at it. <laughs> thank you, Lord. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny when you think about it. When you say it, when you speak it out, it's really funny at how untrue it is when the enemy tries to speak something to you. All right, let's laugh at this lie together, church. Here's a funny one. If I don't tell the pastors how anointed I am, then I'll never get promoted and seen. Let's laugh at that lie. <laughs> laugh at that lie. That's not true. Because when you gain, when you gain the heart of a servant, you're entering into trust of the Lord. And you lay down your right to look out for number one. You lay down your need to be seen. Because you trust God that as you take the focus off of you, that he puts the focus on you. He is the one that will see you. He is the one that will take care of you. He is the one that will affirm you. He is the one that will defend you. He is the one that fulfill you. And church, God is the one that will promote you. Yes, sir. Let's laugh at this lie. This is a funny one. All right, get ready. If I serve in children's ministry, I'm going to miss out on what God does in the adult service. Let's laugh at that. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> Give him more, Lord. Give him more, Lord. Give him more. <laughs> I bless you, brother, to receive more. Amen. Because Mark 9, 35 through 37 says, And he sat down and called the twelve. This is Jesus. And he told them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and a servant of all. And then listen to this. Jesus, he took a child and he put the child in the midst of them. And taking the child in his arms. Can you picture this? Can you picture Jesus? He's taking the child in his arms. And he said, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. Amen. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Wow. Mm. Wow. We're so excited because uh, in the month of August, there's five Sundays. And the five-fold leadership team, we're each going to take a Sunday and serve in the children's ministry. Each Sunday, each five of us, because it's an area where we're needing. We had 60 precious children last Sunday in, in children's ministry. And so we want to sow into this, right? We want to sow in this and lead the way. And 
we want to show uh, that Matthew 9:37 says there is the harvest is plentiful but the laborers are few. The harvest is plentiful but the labor laborers are few. How many is, how many of us know there is a harvest in the children's ministry that is ready and that is ripe. Hallelujah. So when we serve in children's ministry, when you serve in children's ministry, you're not missing out on anything in here. You're going right into the heart of Jesus. You're going right into the harvest field where it is ripe and it is ready. And it says in scriptures, you're not just receiving Jesus. You're receiving the Father who sent him. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) That's a funny lie. That's a good way to laugh at that. Hmm. Here's, I've got one more, okay? Right, can you go one more with me? All right, I think everybody's oiled up good. Got the, got the oil and wine on you. Hallelujah. All right, let's laugh at this one together. Joy is just an emotional response. It's nice, but it can't really set me free. Let's laugh at this laugh. <laughs> It's nice, but it can't really set me free. That's what the enemy tries to tell you. Laugh at that lie, church. Let's laugh at that lie. Hallelujah. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. I want you to look to the person next to you and say, Oh, it's real. Oh, it's real. It's real. It's the real deal. It's from heaven. It will change you and set you free. It will set your feet to dancing, so be careful. I'm telling you. It'll set your feet to dancing. I think it's coming. It's coming here in a little bit. It's going to set your feet to dancing. Woo. And, and church, look at me. It's holy. Joy is holy. Be careful not to judge or dismiss anyone or dismiss any of this when you see them. Because joy is holy and you don't know what they've been through. And you don't know what it's taken them to get to this place. To be undignified before the Lord. (laughs) Take a drink. Take a drink. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Take another drink. Just take another drink. I love it in, in, in Nehemiah chapter 8, I'm, I'm right here at the close, I'm, I'm almost done, but in Nehemiah chapter 8, Ezra's, Ezra's reading aloud the word of God, and the people have been listening for six hours, okay, so they're hungry, they're hungry for the word, and they began weeping, it says, for all the people wept when they heard the word of the law, so they're experiencing all this deep conviction as they're hearing the word of God, that's what the word does, hallelujah, And then Nehemiah and Ezra and the teaching Levites, they said to them that are weeping, they said, for this day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn and do not weep. 
They said, go your way, eat the fat and drink sweet wine and send portions to anyone who has nothing ready for this day is holy to our Lord. And then this is what they said. They said to the people, and do not be grieved for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength, and it's holy. It's a holy day. It's a holy day, church. It's a holy moment. So you put on your garments of praise instead of heaviness. Put on your garments of praise instead of heaviness. This joy is too good. This joy is too good. This love is too transformational. It's too transformational not to celebrate and rejoice in the goodness of God. It makes us whole. And the Lord says, do not weep any longer, but we must rejoice in this holy joy, in this holy moment. And then he says, send portions to anyone that has need. Share it and send portions. So stand up right now and bless one another. Give, give one another portions of joy right now. Place your hand on the people next to you. Place your hand on the people next to you and bless them with the joy of the Lord. With holy joy right now across the house. Across the room, we thank you, God. Hey, hey, bless one another with holy joy. Come on, hey. <laughs> Come on, church. If you feel, if you feel you don't have anything before the Lord, that's okay. That's what the family of God's for. That's what the family of God's for. Receive it. Receive it from one another. Receive the portion, a fresh portion, a new portion of joy. I ask Holy Spirit right now, you would release a fresh baptism of fire, a fresh baptism of love, a fresh baptism of joy in the house right now, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. I ask you to release it, Holy Spirit. Release it right now. Release it right now. Thank you, God. 1 Peter 1.8, joy unspeakable and full of glory. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. For you are reaping the harvest of your faith. The full salvation promised you your soul's victory. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Indescribable immersion of glory and ecstatic joy to you in the name of Jesus. Keep releasing it, church. Keep releasing it. Come on. If you're on the Arise Worship, would you come on back up, Arise Worship? You guys keep praying over one another. Keep blessing one another. Hallelujah. Come on back up, Arise Worship. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, the joy of the Lord is vital. It's vital. Too many people are sad. Too many Christians are sad. Too many Christians are sad. And they're so serious all the time. Now there's a time for everything, but you can't be serious all the time. Because seriousness is not a fruit of the Spirit. But joy is, church. Joy is. Hallelujah. Come on. We are the ones, church, to release the atmosphere of joy. Release the atmosphere of joy as a family. Here we go. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where down in my heart, where down in my heart, I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where down in my heart to stay. Here we go. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. Hey, hey, I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. Give God praise. Give God praise. Give God praise. <laughs> All right. 
We're going to do this one more time. One more time. Not quite yet. We got, we got a little bit more. I mean, that, that might work too. Hey, this is good. We're going to do this one more time. Now this time, how many of you know what the dosi do is? All right. You know, how many of you? Raise a hand. You know the dosi do. All right. So all we need, I'm telling you, all we need is two brave people that are going to break out of their, their, their aisles and start doing the dosi do together. And I'm telling you, it's going to break out. Here it goes. It's already breaking out. It's going to break out. Come on. More will come. More will come. Find your partner. Find your partner. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in. I've got the joy, 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 joy. Let's celebrate. Hallelujah. 